Hey. What? Did you get them? I may have distracted him with the kiss and snuck them out of his jacket. My mall. Let's go. What's Sam researching now? Uh, I think he's just cataloging books right now. Ah, now this, Sandra, this is just the kind of relaxation we needed after the day we've had. Oh, Carly, we've got someone in the back seat again. Oh, bloody hell. Oh, it's you. Sorry. I didn't see you there. Don't mind the demon blade. All right. Well, you know Dean's house rules and baby. Driver picks the music, shotgun shuts his cake hole, and the ones in the back enjoy the ride, idling in the Impala. Hello, I'm Sandra, and welcome to a podcast by and for lovers of Supernatural and the fan fiction it inspires. On this episode of Idling in the Impala, we're doing a Q&A with my co-host Carly. As the resident Sam girl, we talked about how she got into Supernatural and delve a little bit into her writing. We hope you enjoy. Yeah. So what I want to do is I wanted to introduce you like formally as AO3, you are Carly Karma. I am. And I wanted to know pretty much when, like just briefly, but if we want to go off on a tangent, we can, when you started watching Supernatural (laughs) and just like your basic, I mean, I think we've already gone through a lot of your thoughts on the show and characters, but when it was that you started reading supernatural fan fiction, like if it was around the same time or if it happened later and then yeah, some information about writing. And again, I know we're going to go into that deep dive at some point as to how we all started writing. And I think that was when you started getting back into writing um, when we did that sort of collaboration on that one fiction mm-hmm. for perfect day, but just like for people who aren't familiar with you and who may be listening because who knows we may have we may have people listening to this I think what had happened was I think I'd been messing around with VPNs because Supernatural has been really really spotty in the UK Mm -hmm. like it aired on UK TV channels obviously a few months after it aired in the US but it never stayed around like on demand or anything Mm -hmm. and you couldn't you couldn't find it on UK Netflix or, or Prime or anything and I think, I think what I'd done is I'd been messing around with a VPN um, to get me into American Netflix. Started watching it on there. And then obviously because Netflix is constantly updating and changing to try and combat that kind of stuff, right. my, my VPN stopped working. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just order the DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Um, so then I, I ordered the DVD. So I must, I must have started watching it in 2017. Um, I'm, I must, I must have started watching it then because my youngest son was born in 2018 and my husband desk led me when I was like, Hey, we could call him Sam. Dave, <laughs> or Jared, or Did Jensen. He? 
he just vetoed all of them. He was oh. like, I'm not doing that. Oh. So I'm, I must have been in. You were in like <laughs> in the fandom by that point, because right. that we were we were like we found out he was a boy at the very end of 2017. So it would have been early 18. Okay. We're debating boy names and things. And I was like, oh, this is Sam, Dean, Sam, <laughs> baby, Jared, Jensen. And he was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so yeah, I started watching in 17. Um, and it took me, it took me quite a long time to catch up. I didn't actually catch up to live until season 15 um that was the and even then that took me a while because I knew the COVID break Mm -hmm. was because like the COVID break came really quickly after it started airing didn't it yeah it started airing and then there was the COVID break Mm -hmm. so I must I must have been waiting I, I don't like to watch TV shows one a week because I forget what happens right I like to save up you know three or four mm-hmm. and then watch it all at once so I might have been saving up a few a few episodes and then the COVID thing happened and I was like well I'm gonna have to wait ages for the finale now so I'm not gonna watch anything until oh wow it gets later on okay. so I actually didn't catch up live until the second half of 15 started airing in the September Oh, wow. That was right around the time I think when we started talking. Yeah. Because I didn't that, realize that. I didn't realize that you had like been waiting. I, I guess I thought you had like, you know, no. you had, had been through it. Okay. Interesting. I'd, I'd watched, I'd, I'd watched all the way up to 14 and right. I've watched the first, the first five seasons quite a few times because I restart a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rewatch Supernatural again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy. It's comforting. It's just something you know, right? And then I tend to, I tend to get stuck in similar places. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go, oh, I'm done with that now. And then like six <laughs> months down the line, I'm a restart Supernatural again. <laughs> so I'm really well versed in like the first four or five seasons. And then anything after that, I tend to only have watched it once. Oh goodness. So yeah. Um, but I came I came into the fandom, like the sort of AO3 fandom. Um I think I found AO3 in in 19. Okay. Just searching. Because I know you you'd mentioned um Tumblr and stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I was when I was younger, it was like there was fanfiction.net and then like adultfanfiction.net. Mm-hmm. Um so when I'd been like horrendously embarrassing i was searching for big bang theory stuff oh wow okay not not particularly because i find any of the characters from big bang theory attractive right johnny johnny galecki yes but the character of leonard no (laughs) um and like aff was just dead completely dead so i'm googling it and i come to archive of our own and that had Mm -hmm. loads of stuff so i was like all right cool Mm mm-hmm so I was like looking at that kind of stuff and tormenting my poor husband with that kind of stuff. <laughs> and at the time I was um, watching the Hannibal TV show. Mm-hmm. My husband's actually watched that. He tells me I should watch it. I have not, not started yet. It. Okay. You know, when Rich comes up in, um, in the group chat, Richard Armitage, and you're like, oh, I don't know who that is. He's mm-hmm. in Hannibal. He's, a, oh. he's only in the last season of Hannibal, but it's worth the wait. Okay. Man, it's fine. Telling you, I like him that North and South, that miniseries that I, I saw him on. Like, that was, you know, and realizing afterwards that he was in the Hobbit 
you know, um, trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I did you, I did, you look at, <laughs> did you look at him in the Hobbit and go, oh, no, I can see what Carly's driving. Yeah. <laughs> knew you would. I knew you would. Honestly, however long the hair is, I want it longer. <laughs> he doesn't wear his hair even remotely. Like, it's a really, like, bog standard man cut. Mm. He doesn't wear his hair remotely long, like mm-hmm. lovely Jared. Um, but yeah, so I was like in the Hannibal, like I'm not in the Hannibal fandom, but I was like watching Hannibal. And if I'm watching a TV show where I'm like, eh, I wonder what you look like naked. <laughs> I do tend to go and look for fix about it because I'm a filthy, filthy pervert. So Hannibal's got Hugh Dancy and Mass Mickelson in it. And I mean... Yeah, I remember anybody. you talking about Mickelson. Yes, yes, I remember yeah, that. Mm-hmm. That post Jensen made, like mm-hmm. listening to Tool at 3 a.m. Oh, mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> so yeah, I was just kind of um looking, just looking around AO3 and stuff. And I remember thinking, I'm gonna stay away from supernatural stuff because the supernatural fandom is legendary. Mm-hmm. Like on Tumblr, even if you're not in the fandom. Yeah. The, the fandom itself is legendary on tumblr it's like very similar on reddit you know it's everywhere and it's mm-hmm. it's really clear that once you're in you don't get out you know yeah. it's so because you're in and it holds you there so i was like i'm not gonna look and i was still i must have been in through a watch or i was still catching up and i was like i'm not gonna read anything supernatural because then i won't be able to watch the show because it'll be weird because i'll i'll know what they look like naked and stuff <laughs> or i'll imagine what they look like naked um <laughs> And I, I stuck with that. I stuck with that for quite a while. And then my conviction broke and I dived into the thick, into the thick world. And that would have been in either very late 2000, uh, very late 19 or early, early 20. You held out a lot longer than I did. Cause I mean, when I started watching in like early 2019 on Netflix, and then I think it was about October, 2019 for me. And I was like, when I started finding it, I was like, oh, wow. I'm like, and for me, like, I didn't even know there was an adult fanfiction.net. You've opened up my eyes. I just, I've always, I used fanfiction.net. I didn't know there was, there's a literal adult fanfiction.net. I believe it's .net. It, it could be, it could be dot, it might be dot org actually. I will, okay. I will have a look at that. Okay. Cause yeah, yeah I that was, was, that wow. was what I used to use when I was, <laughs> <laughs> when I was too young to be Googling that kind of stuff. <laughs> Um, oh, you know, goodness. back back in our Harry Potter days, when we were all like, "Oh, Harry Potter fan fiction was the bee's knees." Yes. Now, did um, you write any fan fiction before Supernatural fan fiction, or was that like your first? I no, I did. Fiction? Okay, I did. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, adultfanfiction.org with a hyphen between adult and fan fiction. <laughs> any listeners who want to check it out, the site's dead in the water, but go look anyway. <laughs> There's still some there's still some good stuff on there. You can still find good stuff, but it's not it's not right. active. Right, right, right. I would right, say right. like AO3 is the active fanfic mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. now. And they keep but like no, absorbing all these other sites, which I always see like on their on their on the like main page. Like we're we're taking we're taking on all of these fictions from all this. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Yeah. I love the archive aspect of it. I think it's I think it's great. But go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I I live I live in fear of logging in and they're gonna tell. To, like announce to the site that they've acquired the site that I used to use and I'm going to be like oh no all my cringy stuff's going to be back on the internet for people to find I'm in this community oh no <laughs> but no I used to write um when I was still in high school um like 
band fan fiction mm-hmm. so my chemical romance avenge sevenfold stuff like that okay um cringy enough that i haven't gone back and read any of it <laughs> but at the I, time i i have i have same same <laughs> at the time yeah. at the time it it did do it did do quite popular Good. um you know by the by the, the metrics of the time mm-hmm. and by the time i'd sort of um stopped with it i would have been i would have been like 19 um and and pregnant pregnant with my oldest boy and that was kind of the time that i'd left it alone and i'd gone from writing like reader insert stuff to uh one shot stuff Mm -hmm. between um various characters so no 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 real reader insert stuff at all um and that that was kind of kind of where I'd left that, and then I came, like all those many moons later, came through to Ao3 looking through, um, just looking through the supernatural fandom. Um, found this fic, Rookie in Training, Hunter in Training, the Rookie, and I was like, yeah, all right. So I read that, and I was like, oh my god, it's awesome. And at the time, I wasn't commenting on the fics. Right. I was like, kudos and stuff, but I wasn't commenting on stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I found that. I think D had, um, I think, I think she had the rookie and maybe Tulsa. Up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then she had a couple of um, one shots up, like Radar Love was mm-hmm. up. Um, but I I remember because at the end of the last, the last full work that she published, there was one chapter left and she was like um the next chapter is going to be like a preview of the next thing I'm working on um don't read it if you can't <laughs> handle a weight because I'm not done yet <laughs> I remember thinking I've got so many I've got like two or three works left this must be old she must have finished this by now um <laughs> click through and realize that the the next things in the series on AO3 were the one shots so I then I had to wait for her to <laughs> upload um home. I'm sure I'm sure it was home. I will have to double check that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was home. Um but when she started uploading that, um I started leaving comments right. on the work as it was being uploaded. Um and it, it, that kind of just spiraled from there mm-hmm. into, you know, like comment threads, conversations um and then obviously hey i've got twitter do you do twitter <laughs> moving over to twitter and then oh, i've got this thing you know i'm gonna get sandrine because i've seen you around the comments as well mm-hmm. um you know sort of mirroring some of my opinions and you were much more dean focused and i was like there is not enough sam love in this you give my boy some love stop putting him through hell because <laughs> she's mean to him in some of them she's mean <laughs> especially oh. i'm like i'm like I know that yeah. little try that little tease of a triangle like the possibility of that like you know like being a thing and then like you gotta you gotta feel for the for the man like he's all like he was on the sidelines a lot he's just like he was there he was available he was ready yeah. and then she like obviously we're not gonna spoil and we're gonna get her yeah to come and come and talk it through with us but that I just I just wanted like it's good to know what it feels like on the other side of the wall you know on the other side of the door that killed me I was like you stop being mean to my baby you stop that right now stop it because she put him through hell 
it was mean um but yeah that that kind of that kind of spiraled so at least that was, it wasn't literal hell like he's actually been through before so oh, i mean you know figuratively know. but yeah yeah oh my goodness yeah so that was that that kind of you know put me in touch with her and then you know me me in touch with you through that and then we did arco lab which obviously we'll talk about mm-hmm. when, when we wrangle some time travel equipment <laughs> and and make it so we're all reasonably on the same time <laughs> but yeah that came to um that sort of came to that collab and i was so so nervous because i didn't know you as well mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't so either it was nervous. i was i was very like because it's it's different like you know working with or throwing ideas off of like d and then she was like oh yeah and there's carly i'm like oh, oh carly <laughs> this might be scary i don't know i don't know how this is gonna how this is gonna go and i think we kind of just once we started clicking like with ideas and stuff it just kind of like it flowed and it felt very very natural yeah. like i felt very I felt safe to just kind of like express and, you know, get a chance to do what I wanted to do with my part based off of what I think it had been D first. And then I think you had done, and it it was nice yeah. to see the different parts that each person played in that, you know, it was, it was, it was great. I love that. That's, I think why I, I would love it if we had time to do more, you know, and I know we're trying, but it's like, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. Yeah. Kind of so this was the first time in a while you had written anything yeah it was it was and I remember going back and forth with Dee on Google Docs and she was like it's great I love it it's fabulous and you know like this is really good and that's really good and like you know imposter syndrome's ruining its head like she's (laughs) lying it's terrible um it was it was actually it felt so good to like write again Mm -hmm. and I was like going back to the show I was a Sam girl from from the off mm-hmm. you know because I I'd seen pictures of Jared and Jensen like recent pictures before I started the season mm-hmm. so it was like oh where's his hair oh that's weird <laughs> but I know I knew I knew it was coming I knew there was good hair was good hair was down it was the line on the if, horizon. I could, <laughs> if I could make it through this first season of terrible terrible hair it was coming so but I I've been a Sam girl forever and I'm not gonna lie it's like 60% my hair like mm. that's that's a major feature I don't know if you picked up on it but hair's I gone just a little like, bit yeah <laughs> that's the height the height and the hands I remember that's 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 the thing the hair height hands. yeah so all the H's that I can like come to mind I think I, I think it's got like it's got your focus I think yep I mean Jensen Jensen had it in the height as well he's over six foot mm-hmm. I'm not picky it's just got to be over six foot I can't mm-hmm. like like Genevieve Padalecki she could be dating like a five foot eight man and she'd be and good just, yeah she'd be fine but yeah Jensen 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 Dean he had the height mm-hmm. but it it was the hair yeah because Jensen's got the hands as well mm-hmm. so it it was the hair it was the hair that sealed it for me and I just kind of like this kind of you know the excuse me the kind of like the dynamic they had like the big brother little brother kind of thing and then because I was able to because I wasn't watching live because I was able to like bomb through the first three seasons really quickly and like sort of the, the plot line that they give to Sam in the early seasons of of you know being being tainted by yellow eyes and mm-hmm. and 
that whole kind of arc and he was really like not feeling good enough and not you know we we've talked about it recently that scene where he's telling Dean that he doesn't feel pure and he doesn't feel clean Mm -hmm. and you know there was quite a few scenes like that the scene by the cow and he's kind of free Mm -hmm. stuff like that and it it really it really resonated with me Mm -hmm. I was not not very well mentally in 2017 um and that just it really spoke to me Mm -hmm. and I really I I really got it you know I was I was in with him and his storyline and then obviously that kind of like kind of dies out after season well it doesn't die out but it it dies down after season two and then you've got the whole the whole ending of season two and Dean and selling his soul and stuff Mm -hmm. and you come through to season three and it's more like more personality wise you know you see them riffing off each other and Sam's rolling his eyes in the car while Dean's doing the dirty yeah motels and stuff and you know Dean just like using that oh I'm dying I've only got so long left (laughs) kind of thing and you know really milking it yeah yeah Yeah. and that that really kind of like drew me in Mm -hmm. I really really was like in for that Mm -hmm. so coming to perfect day and that was that was in that was in 2020 wasn't it September Mm -hmm. yeah 2020 so I would have been I was still behind at that point. I know I was still behind at that point. Okay. Um, maybe by a couple of seasons. Wow, um, you really caught up though. Like when it was getting ready to air again, you 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 went through them. The, yeah. The- so yeah, coming to that and being able to sort of, um, because the the collab perfect day, it's it's really different to anything I'd written before, and mm-hmm. I'd say anything I've written since. Mm-hmm um you know and it's it stands stands like against yours and days as being first person versus third as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and it was it was it felt really really good to just mm-hmm. get back into that kind of mode and like you know to be horrendously flowery and cliche you know make pictures with words and things mm-hmm. yeah. and I think the, sort of the way that the way that Dee had set it up she'd not she'd not put a timeline on it mm-hmm. of where where it stood in I mean it, it didn't stand in canon did it but right. if it had where it where it would have stood so it was really easy to think you know it was like season season one season two Sam who's feeling really unclean and unpure and I still still resonated with that Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just really nice to be able to kind of work through a little bit of that on my end as well. Oh yeah, Absolutely. and then sort of have this. I left my ending a bit open, like you don't, you know what happens to one person, but maybe not the other person. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then you guys left it up to me. <laughs> yeah, we were like, Sandra, finish this <laughs> off, girl. So. Yeah, that that I think that kind of like lit a little bit of a fire. And yeah, I, like, I would I would say a, a burning, burning. Yeah, fire. <laughs> that's still that still smolders and like whips itself up on occasion and like could burn a house yeah. down. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I think 
I think if Supernatural had started in like 2015 instead mm-hmm. of 2005 and we were still in the thick of it now mm-hmm. and it was still airing oh my god I'll be unstoppable because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a year since the finale so there's very yeah. few like you probably experienced this yourself there's very few pictures that you haven't seen mm-hmm. or clips that you haven't seen mm-hmm. you know especially in character like there's always new Jared and Jensen stuff well not so much Jensen because he's rude but <laughs> Jared's usually available to make a fool of himself right, right, and right, post right. It on the internet but character wise there's very little that you've seen mm-hmm. you haven't seen or you haven't heard or you know hasn't been analyzed by somebody yeah so you come in like working backwards and like every so often you'll see a picture that'll make you go uh-huh yeah that though <laughs> But they're not they're not as common now. Whereas I think if we were still in the thick of it mm-hmm. and the show was still airing and we were watching scenes and stuff, like where where would we be now? Season five, season six. Oh god, we'd be season six, Solar Sam. Oh my oh, god, I would, would be, a be on fire. Yes. I would be a what puddle. to do with yourself on that one. Oh, there would be there would be a thick a week. I tell you, <laughs> there really would. <laughs> so yeah it's we've come along come along way in a year so that went up in September of, of 2020 and then I kind of I was kind of like messing around like you know and I just I just had this idea of like hey what if because obviously the show is American it's set in America the actors are American we don't tend to get really good stuff like that over here mm-hmm um, you know, because you guys keep all the attractive actors to yourself. <laughs> Richard Armitage and Tom Hiddleston, none with something. You can't have them. We've copyrighted them. <laughs> you can have Tom Hardy, though. I'm not a fan. Well, when you start to clone them, you know, we'll be able to do something with that. Guy. No, no. And we're keeping... Look, you have all the hot guys, right? No, you're not having those ones. We're keeping them. I'm keeping Martin Freeman as well. I like him. <laughs> but I just, like you know you write what's familiar don't you 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 Mm -hmm. write what you know and what I know is like what I kind of want maybe like retirement plans or something it's not Mm -hmm. something that I'd want now because I think I my children would drive me insane yeah but like I've always really been in love with like that sort of picturesque um biscuit tin Mm -hmm. English village yeah you know and it's like cold streets and just little little cottages and stuff and it's set in the middle of nowhere and it's nice and I'd always been in love with that and I was like oh hey what what would it be like if I put Sam there Mm -hmm. I think Sam would really like that so that kind of jumped into the next thing I wrote after our collab um which you can find on AO3 it's a rainy night by the fire um and it's under um the series English Cottage Verse, but you can find it on my profile as well, obviously. Yes. Um, but yeah, that was just kind of just rampant hair kink. Yeah, no, I, place. I, I loved it. Like he was he was like out of the it was out of the shower, right? And it was like yeah. running fingers, like you know, taking care of his hair and then like one thing yeah. to another. I think there's a rug involved if there I'm not is. mistaken. There is. <laughs> there's an open fire and a rug. And it was like I remember I remember writing it and I've I've had this potentially another imposter syndrome you know little symptom where it rearing its head there but I remember writing it 
and I write my female characters the way that I talk mm-hmm. which I mean over these last couple of hours on Zoom you've probably picked up on <laughs> you've probably been listening <laughs> to me going oh yeah no that's where that comes from <laughs> I can't like again it's it's right what you know isn't it yes so yes. I I write what I know which is a sarcastic Brit mm-hmm. so we're opening we're opening up rainy night by the fire with you know sort of the the female leads internal monologue of like oh why does he keep going out and then coming home and complaining that he's wet it's England what does he expect it rains all the time here and that's that's kind of where that fic opens and then it you know it goes into like a little bit of a little bit of fluff and Mm -hmm. you know looking after him Sam comes we brush my hair which is at the time of writing that my husband didn't have long hair okay but I still have long hair and Mm -hmm. I would do that to him I would come with a hairbrush and be like brush hair please because it feels really good it yes. feels really nice and I remember thinking oh I want to I want to do that for Sam I want to see I, that's lovely I love that it's like I think I think it's sometimes it's just about what do you want to do for your character you know what, yeah. what do you want to do to make them that you know makes you feel good that you think would make would make them feel good and you do a really nice job with you were saying pictures into you know words into pictures and it just that's I remember just like feeling you just felt warm and cozy and you know then you felt a lot warmer yeah Yeah. it's uh yeah it it goes quite quickly from fluff to um (laughs) fairly explicit yeah for um obviously anybody out out there who's listening my works also trend very heavily on explicit you will find a couple of things in there that are general which have been written for very specific circumstances. Mm-hmm. There's a couple in there that are mature, but most of them are fairly explicit. Yeah. Very explicit. Don't read them at work. <laughs> They're explicit. <laughs> you know? So yeah, it goes, it goes nice, it goes to fluff, and it goes to um, yeah, you know, aggressive smut. <laughs> and then it kind of it kind of rounds off just like softly and nicely. Um and again, that was another one that was a Google Doc that was going back and forth between me and Dee with me going, oh, God, it's dreadful. <laughs> and her going, it's not. It's great. I promise you it's great. <laughs> um, so I, I just wrote that. And that was that was just intended to just be just a one shot little thing. You know, hey, what if Sam Winchester lived in a, a little picturesque little cottage in England? Um, and at that point, I didn't have any idea like where that cottage might be mm-hmm. or anything else. I have like when I think about it, I have a rough idea of what the rooms look like, mm-hmm. but I couldn't draw you a layout of the house or anything. I just, okay. I have it's, yeah. It just to me feels like very compact yeah. and cozy. Like you know, like you have just like kind of like one little spot and then another, and then you kind of like go around a corner. And there's I'm just imagining the bed. The bed's a big focus I think in 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 the cottage I yeah is it see in my mind I always want to think for a poster I just do that it is <laughs> it is I the next thing I wrote um the next thing I wrote actually I have to embarrassingly look at the titles <laughs> of my own works <laughs> but the next thing I wrote I definitely did like I was like people want to picture the bed because night by the fire didn't take place in the bedroom and I think we all know you know soft rug in front of an open fireplace Mm -hmm. flames romantic but a bed's a bed and you want to know what it looks like yeah so I did definitely um 
just have to scroll down. Da, 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 da. Ah, it was called Leave the Cold Outside, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely did be like, Sam insisted we buy this ginormous four-poster bed. <laughs> and it was obscene. And, you know, again, that sort of sarcastic Brit of, we don't even need a bed like this, what the hell? <laughs> but secretly really loving the bed and just not ever telling him. <laughs> so yeah it's it's a big four post the bed and they've maybe not got drapes all the way around it maybe just on the headboard okay because i know ne- i never imagine like if i write anybody getting out of bed i never imagine that they're dealing with like medieval drapes <laughs> so maybe not drapes all the way around maybe just drapes on the headboard yeah um yeah so that one again that was just another like huh i wonder i wonder what would happen in this situation and that one was that one's probably the first where you see like a tiny bit of um like dominant sam mm-hmm. like i don't he's never like an actual dom in anything that i write but he takes charge mm-hmm. more than the female lead does right um and that's kind of the first the first one that that really comes into it cuz the sort of premise of that fic is you know having having had a really bad day and it being you know dreadful and him coming home and sort of taking you to bed and sorting you out basically <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no polite way to put that he's gonna take but you, you to bed. make it sound polite sorting it out I love that I mean it's like it- sort you out. <laughs> yeah um so th- by that point English Cottage was starting to become a thing. Mm-hmm. That was starting to be a thing in my head. That was like, you know, when I'm watching Supernatural and all bad things are happening to the boys and I'm like, it's okay, man. It's okay. He's in, he's in my little cottage yeah, in yeah. England. He's going to have some time. He's going to be he's, okay. <laughs> he's a safe baby. He's a safe baby in my little cottage. And that was that was probably around the time that I started thinking about, you know, where whereabouts this cottage might be. Mm-hmm. um and yeah like what it what it might look like inside and what like the street would look like and things like that but I I deliberately keep it vague because I'm very aware that a lot of the readers on AO3 probably are American mm-hmm. so if I throw in too many British references they're going to be like what I don't know what that means I don't know <laughs> like if you ask me to tell you as as an American what the inside of an American bar looks like. I have no idea. I don't know. We do just you basically have... copy everything else that other people do. <laughs> but like, I, so I could be like, oh, it's an English pub. Mm. And I know what that looks like and what that smells like and what, like, I'm very familiar with that. But if mm. I write an English pub, I'm either going to have to describe it in graphic detail Mm -hmm. to give people the impression that I want them to have or just you know kind of leave it vague Mm -hmm. so you and D like like that that aspect of it too a lot like giving it giving the the reader you know the chance to kind of like fill in fill in the blanks you know so to speak like the different scenes and stuff yeah yeah I think because I think you can you can go too heavy on your descriptions and then it turns into like reading Stephen King 
mm-hmm. or talking or something mm-hmm. and your reader's bored I'm mm-hmm. bored if I'm mm-hmm. reading that mm-hmm. so I just kind of go oh it's a pub mm-hmm. or a bar mm-hmm. depending because I I do switch back and forth on like Britisms versus Americanisms yeah because I I do try and make it accessible but there are some things I can't change well, trainers think, yeah no. I'm never going to be sneakers I'm <laughs> never I'm never going to write sneakers they're always going to be trainers uh, I I'm think it's not. interesting when you like when you write the when they first met um reader and Sam and it's in America and it's yeah. at it's in a bar I get a I do I get a totally different feel of like you know I get a very like contemporary slick like you know the lights and the like it's just a big and you know bodies and stuff where I I I imagine you know a pub a little more intimate in a way that it can have yeah. where you know an American place for people to be dance club bar whatever is very like you know just bodies and lights and music and it, it's it's a different mm. different vibe um you know, it's very much, yeah, there, there's a lot of sensory mm. stuff coming at you that I don't think you get the sensory, say in a pub, but it's low key. Not the same. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it lets, it lets it kind of waft itself over to you. It doesn't just assault you with yeah. like everything. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know if America has like a true equivalent of an English pub because it's not like a bar is where you're going if you're going for a drink mm-hmm. that's if you're going out drinking you're having a night out a partner friends family whatever mm-hmm. that's your goal is to get drunk and stumble home in a cab mm-hmm. that's see taxis one i can change taxi to cab trainers aren't ever gonna be sneakers that's <laughs> what's no a uh, pavement's never gonna be a sidewalk either <laughs> don't come to my fix if you want full americanisms because you won't get them you'll get some bastard hybrid <laughs> Oh no, we're gonna have to put the, the horn noise in now. <laughs> um, but like, so like, what I consider to be an American bar would be a, a British and English nightclub, mm. where it's you know it's loud mm-hmm. and it's like a dance floor, and yeah, mm-hmm. again, very sort of sleek, very contemporary, and it's you know lights and it's really loud. It's not somewhere that you go and have a chat. Yeah, mm-hmm. a pub you can go and have a chat mm-hmm. you know yeah me, me meeting your friends down the pub can be anything from pre-drinks where you go and you end up in a club or a bar or it can just be you're just gonna go and have a couple of pints and you know maybe play a game of pool with your friends and you're just gonna hang out right. it's a really a really different vibe a different atmosphere um british pubs tend to be the space you find elderly men (laughs) that's kind of um because the drink the drinking culture that we have over here um you know men men go to the pub you know yeah women women might have like luncheons with their girlfriends and stuff men go to the pub yeah you go to the pub and you have a few pints and you come home yeah so there's similar equivalents here they're just they're i don't i don't think they're as they don't seem as charming At least again, it's, it's, you know, greener, you know, that it it looks, it it looks a lot different on the, on the outside, you know, than being in it, but yeah, I give it a little more of a romantic, a romantic bent, I guess. Yeah. That's the thing. It is, it's really like, obviously you get, you get a lot of pubs that are 
a sort of you know they can be modernized and um quite contemporary but like the pub that I have in mind that goes with the cottage is like you know it's filled with sofas and armchairs around little tiny tables mm-hmm. and you go and you have a conversation it's like a first date kind of place mm-hmm. let's go to the pub for a drink yeah. you know that kind of thing and it's you know the the atmosphere is lower and yeah they put music on on the night but it's not like you have to yell to be heard mm-hmm. yeah. and it's just a sort of closer more intimate atmosphere mm-hmm. um it's funny when i wrote um the the meeting fic the the place i had in my when i was writing it the place i see in my head is a bar i used to go to with my friends when i was younger um so when i'm writing down like the dance floor and and queuing queuing at the bar um i'm seeing that place in my head Mm-hmm. And in, in the story, I sort of guide Sam and, and the reader to go to a quieter part of the of the bar mm-hmm. to talk. And in my head, I know exactly which part of this real life bar that I'm taking him to. <laughs> so in my head, I feel like the bar's here and the dance floor's next to it. And here's where the DJ is. And then like all the way over there by the front doors, like the whole other side of the place. <laughs> it's quieter over there and you can go there and you can have a conversation <laughs> so I don't know like maybe you imagine it like a bar that's local to you but mm-hmm. that's how I've always imagined that space um and I took a little bit of artistic license with the seating arrangements that aren't actually in the real life place gotcha. <laughs> just to uh you know make some stuff happen in the <laughs> bar <laughs> it's that's reasonably I don't know mature yeah. It gets gets a lot filthier when you get down to it. But <laughs> it stays mature in public. <laughs> Stay mature in public. <sighs> but yeah, by the time by the time we got up to up to that kind of thing, like the English cottage was then that was like a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that was that was like me trying to sit down and work out timelines and yeah. and things like that and where because I'd kind of I'd established um a few fix earlier. Um that it wasn't completely AU, but it wasn't completely canon either. Mm-hmm. So it was like I'd I'd brought Dean into it by that point, um, just to be like, these are the things that happened. These are the reasons why Sam and Rita moved from America to England. Obviously, they met in America, mm-hmm. um, and I'd I'd brought Dean into it, and it was like like an actual living thing mm-hmm. I'd made then and then following on from that is um our collab actually okay the next thing that goes up there is the Christmas fic that I wrote of 2021 mm-hmm. which was unbelievably difficult because <laughs> nobody would behave and everybody was having drama all over the place I sat down to write that I sat down to write that and it was going to be this really, really nice. They were going to go Christmas tree shopping, decorations, and it was going to be nice. We were going to have a nice fic. And then what happened was Sam threw a bitch fit all over the place. We had to explore some Winchester feelings, which was not what I signed up for at all. But at that point, I think I'd frantically messaged you guys quite a few fics before going, guys, I'm trying to write something and they won't do as they're told. Make, how do I make them do? 
Yes. Yes. That's always the struggle, isn't it? When your characters decide to do something completely different, like, no, that was not in the script. Yeah. That was not what I decided. Honestly, I had this whole idea and I was like, I think I had it in my head that maybe Sam was like anti-Christmas mm -hmm. because that's, you know, that's shown in the show. They don't yeah. really care. They've had, a, they've had a couple of Christmas episodes, but it's, it's shown in the show that they're kind of like, mm, yeah. yeah, don't really care. So I think I'd had, I'd had Sam, you know, not, not really being bothered. But then in my mind, he was going to get swept up in the enthusiasm and it was going to, it was going to be nice. And then what happened was not that. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was not that at all. <laughs> so that was, that was like a real slog to get through. And then I had like a couple of other chapters and I I started out writing that, that I was going to have Dean mm -hmm. actually appear properly in that fic. Because mm -hmm. he'd appeared before, but it was in like a flashback. Right. And it kind of brief. And again, I remember messaging you guys like, I have to write Dean and I'm so stressed about it. Does anyone want to come in and write a Dean chapter for me? Because I don't know how to Dean. Because I'd only, I'd only written Sam's stuff up to that point. And Dean was like this big, scary, rah, horrible, yeah. horrible thing to try and write. Mm -hmm. And I remember pleading with you guys like, please, someone come in and write a Dean, a Dean chapter for me. God, please so that was you you bravely stepped up to the mark there and you were like yep no that's fine i'll come come and uh write a dean a dean chapter for you yeah i wish i had done more with that um but again like i think we were you know it was kind of one of those things i did that part and then i had an idea and i was gonna like stick it in there again but i was like no we're just gonna let it we're just gonna let that be <laughs> yeah. just let that be it had um, taken it really because obviously I was like, naively, I was like, I will write this Christmas fic over December and that <laughs> will be fine. And then what happened was life went, you're a mum of two. No, it won't. <laughs> so I was like, you know, really trying to like desperately find some time to explore the ideas that I wanted to explore with that. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, really like take it, like my whole goal with that was what if we gave the Winchester brothers a proper Christmas mm -hmm. yeah. you know and I was very much from the start I wanted Dean to be a part of that and I really wanted it to be like a real what I would consider to be an authentic Christmas experience mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I'd kind of like established before that that yeah it wasn't canon and the brothers like may maybe Dean's hunting because Dean's still in America <laughs> in the right. in the um sort of in the universe so you know maybe he's hunting but Sam isn't yeah Sam Sam's a lecturer and Sam wasn't hunting <laughs> when Rita met him as well mm -hmm. um so it was like I'd, I had alluded to like maybe Sam had seen some stuff when he was younger like mm -hmm. John was probably a hunter still um and he you know he he knew what went bump in the night basically mm -hmm. but when he went to Stanford there was no no dean that came and got him from Stanford and pulled him back into the life mm -hmm. gone he'd graduated he'd made a life for himself he mm -hmm. met the female lead and then Dean showed up a little bit after that after they'd moved in together and was like hi dad's missing we need to go and find him um and it was sort of during that that they they made the decision that they were gonna once they'd found John they were gonna you know come back to the female lead's country and you know really set up shop and settle down 
I love that so, you did that for Sam. That was that was great. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just want to wrap him up in cotton wool. He's just a baby. <laughs> and everyone's always mean to him as well. You always notice, like, if you're reading, if you're reading like usually anything with a plot, mm-hmm. like one shots tend to just be and then they boned. <laughs> And that's it. You know, there just tends to be a lot of lead up to that. But if you're reading anything with a plot that's Dean centric, yeah. Sam is either completely in absentia mm-hmm. or they're just mean to him. <laughs> they just put him through all the mean things. And I'm like, no, this baby needs, he needs to be looked after. He needs a fire and a dog and a countryside. <laughs> no. So I went into the Christmas fic, just like I'm gonna give them like a proper Christmas, and it's gonna be it's gonna be great. And I'd I'd build up in my head that it was gonna end with this beautiful Christmas day, and it was gonna be really nice. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's still nice. It's still nice. Yes. But I, like I was writing that after Christmas, mm-hmm. so all my Christmas feelings were done. Yeah, like, so sick of writing Christmas now. I hate. Do you this so think much. you'd go back and and do anything to it? like add anything to that or do you think it's pretty much done like do you think you know, are there any parts you'd fill in and in step into christmas um no i think i think i'd probably leave it how mm-hmm. it how it stands because i did i did i did the things that i wanted to do like i wanted i wanted the brothers to have a christmas morning mm-hmm. you know where they get up and there's presents under the tree for them um and you know it's nice and yeah. I'd done that and then I'd put in like just sort of a little bit of Dean kind of mm-hmm. passing the torch onto Sam a little bit with a gift mm-hmm. which was just kind of something and nothing just like oh yeah maybe and yeah. then I wrote it and it was um like Dean's <laughs> got a toolbox and fully stocked it and he's giving it to Sam because he's the man of a house now mm-hmm. and he needs to have the the gear to fix things mm-hmm. if it goes wrong and i it was meant to be something and nothing when I started writing it, but then the Winchesters don't do as they're told. <laughs> so then it became a thing, you know? Yeah. But I'd done, I'd, I'd done everything that I wanted. I, you know, I'd given them that Christmas morning. I'd given them, you know, like a Christmas, a Christmas meal that I wanted. And I'd probably drawing on my own experience with Christmas, which is like by the time the afternoon comes around, everyone's full everyone's mm-hmm. tired you know you have a nap it's all that build up day. right it's like, it's like all that all that work for like you know that day and then you get to experience it and it feels like unless you really have time to take it in it kind of just kind of goes you know and then it's yeah like, yeah it's like okay now I'm full and stuffed and gotta clean up <laughs> yeah well I'd kind of I, I'd left that with them sort of having dinner and going going through to the living room and you know throwing on the tv and just kind of like napping on the sofa mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. them and I just I I ended up leaving it there because I didn't I'd made this really in my mind this sort of like photograph of the Winchesters and they're wearing silly Christmas jumpers yeah. and they're stuffed full and they feel safe mm-hmm. and loved and that was that was the big thing. That was what I wanted. I taught like I I'd had my lead talk all that through with Sam in, in previous chapters that, that I wanted them to feel safe. I wanted them to feel like a part of a family that they probably didn't have with John. 
And so I wanted, I just wanted it to be safe. And in my mind, I can see them. They're all sat on the sofa and like Dean's like fully granddad head back, snoring his little head off. Yeah. You know, and, and maybe, maybe my readers are like tucked herself into Sam a little bit and he's got his arm around her and they're just, there's a fires in the background and like the TV is on and it's, I don't know, it's playing like a, a movie because mm-hmm. bank holidays over here just have a lot of movies on the TV. Okay. Yeah. Don't know, don't know why, just apparently everybody wants to watch like it's usually a disney movie early in the morning as well but yeah what's your placement of them on the sofa like how would you have them is sam in the middle and no readers in the middle readers in the middle gotcha readers in the middle so in my mind the um the fireplace is is obviously on the wall and Mm -hmm. the sofa is like like um not parallel the side of the sofa Mm-hmm. is opposite the fireplace okay but it's like set back a bit it's not directly in front of the fireplace but it's set back a bit mm-hmm. and then like in front of the sofa like on the wall or on a tv stand that's where the tv is so in in my mind dean's on the side of the sofa closest to the fireplace okay and he's he'd thrown away his christmas hat in the story <laughs> he adamantly refused to wear it so he's just dean but like he's maybe not done his hair that day mm-hmm. So, you know, or he's not done it to the precision that it's done it in the show. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, he's not. Maybe maybe he's just like, he showered that morning and he's just like throwing a little tassel. Yeah, a little tassel. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, he's got his nice Christmas jumper on, but he's still wearing sweats because food, you know. <laughs> in my house, like, nobody wears jeans on Christmas. <laughs> that's, that's not what we do. We're not here for that. So he's like, you know, and he's there, he's got his little bare feet. And he's just like sort of kicked back on the sofa with his legs stretched out, like one ankle over the other. Okay. And then he's like, I don't know necessarily if you have any memories of this. Have you seen like your dad or your granddad fall asleep? Mm-hmm. And then they go, I'm definitely not sleeping. <laughs> but they've <laughs> they sort of like leaned back in the chair and they've tipped their head back mm-hmm. and the mouth's fallen open a little bit. Yes. yes. And then when yeah. you go, Dad, and they go, Which dad wasn't sleeping? <laughs> Shut up um in my mind he looks like that so he's just like tipped his head back and he's maybe snoring just a little bit Mm -hmm. just a little bit but he's yeah like hands on hands on his stomach (laughs) legs stretched out ankles crossed head tipped back so he's he's on one side Mm -hmm. and then I've got Sam on the other side so he's got the other arm of the sofa and he's resting his head on his hand Mm -hmm. and he's asleep but he's resting his head on his hand and he's like maybe got his feet pulled in they're not stretched out and he's just like nodded off into his hand and then Reed is in the middle and Sam's wearing obviously his lovely lovely festive jumper <laughs> and sweats and probably bare feet I don't have a foot thing but I just don't see them in socks that often <laughs> they just tend to I, I don't know they just wear shoes all the time I don't know what they do <laughs> but I don't I don't wear socks around my house so the Winchesters in my stories don't wear socks in their house either okay. And then Rita's Rita's in the middle and she's still wearing like her nice little um, Mrs. Claus dress Mm -hmm. that she's bought and she's tightless because she was going to wear tights, but then Sam had some some, They had some fun times, yeah. Yeah, Sam (laughs) Sam had some opinions on that. Um, So she's just wearing her little like Mrs. Mrs. Claus dress and Mm -hmm. her her hat's like, she's maybe taken it off or it's Mm -hmm. like off kilter a little bit. Sam's still wearing his though because I like the idea of him in a summer hat it makes me happy <laughs> so I'm still wearing his um 
and she's like leaned herself into Sam's side like with his, with her head on his shoulder and like pulled her legs up onto the sofa okay he just like tucked underneath her and he's just put his arm around her shoulder and like pulled her in a little bit so she's napping on his chest Sam's on his arm oh, Dean's granddad in it yeah and then the sofa and that's that's like that's the photograph I have in my mind of them and I don't know I don't know what's playing on the tv maybe it's a Christmas story maybe it's <laughs> you know because mm-hmm. we have we have the movies and then we have more movies in the afternoon and then you tend to have the christmas episodes of um the soaps that play so like eastenders coronation street and emmerdale all have christmas episodes that play on christmas day and then okay. after that you usually usually you get die hard <laughs> and you, you usually get a bond film as well so I don't know it's like it's like late afternoon maybe maybe the queen's talking because she comes and has a chat with us on Christmas day as well okay for 10 minutes at three o'clock <laughs> on the nose and uh, I'd love to see I... Dean's reaction <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you know what do you know what maybe maybe if I ever went back because she could she comes on at three and it's on the nose and mm-hmm. I know this because I have family members that watched her and the whole world had to stop at like five mm. to two because you had to find the telly remote because mm. it's buried under all the crap that you've got going on. <laughs> put the telly on, put it to the right channel, show up the queens on. But she gets a repeat at five. <laughs> she gets another go at five. So I, if I went back, I would maybe write <laughs> Dean waking up to the TV and it's it's all bliss. And she she doesn't wear her crown, but she has like nice nice old lady clothes on and she's usually sitting at a desk okay and then in the background there's like a fire and a christmas tree Hmm. and it's all unbelievably decadent and disgusting Mm -hmm. and then she talks for like 10 minutes about the year and what kind of year we've had and how we've we've overcome our struggles because there's always a struggle because we're a dreadful nation (laughs) (laughs) and she wishes us all a merry christmas and a happy new year and tells you know how we should befriend our neighbors and stuff and it's like a little bit religious but not hugely okay um and yeah it's just like a little 10 minute thing but i can just imagine him like sitting up from his granddad nap and there's this old lady on the tv talking to him and he has no idea who she is or what is happening and just being like sam sam what is this and trying to like smack sam in the face to wake him up without disturbing reader and her opening her eyes and going it's the queen just going back to sleep (laughs) and then i have this image of him just watching in raptured just being like oh my god (laughs) yeah if i was gonna go back i'd maybe write that scene in so absolutely and if you do come and check me out or you come and check sandra out um we currently both have a fic on our profiles called i winchester clone manual <laughs> okay so they, this is another collab we've done with our very dear friend d mm-hmm. and um please hit us up with any ideas of what you would do yeah. if you had a clone of sam or dean yeah. or jared or jensen um me and sandra sort of focused on she focused on dean i focused on sam obviously um d kind of She's still milling around thinking about what she might want to do. But mm-hmm. if you have any ideas, any ideas at all, 
please go and read our manual firstly because it's hilarious like sandra worked really freaking hard on it i came in with a few ideas but she was like i've made this and i've made artwork and it's fab and i've formatted it all it's great honestly if you don't walk away laughing you might be the problem i'm sorry it might be you guys but seriously come find us on twitter and just be like hey i would do this with mm-hmm. a clone or that with a clone tell us what you do it can be totally safe work it can be totally filthy we need ideas guys yeah, because the world does run dry i mean like after a while you're like well what can i still do like my whole thought process about one thing i'm now thinking i want to switch it up to something else because it seems like i don't know so i'm i'm i've got like a work in mind but it's it's hard it's hard people it's hard y'all it it's hard to write <laughs> It is. If you look through my profile, you'll see a bit of a shift from Sam Winchester stuff towards Dean Winchester stuff. Not Highly because, recommended. Not because <laughs> I don't love Sam Winchester anymore. Just because there were some uh, Dean things. You know what kicked it all off? Y'all remember that photo of Jensen um, when he was he was growing out his hair and his beard for Soldier Boy? Like this is like months ago. Mm. Because obviously they're done with filming now, so months and months and months ago. Um, and he's he's it's like a like kind of a blurry shot, and he's like I think he's standing next to Daniil, but he's standing there and he's in like a shirtless, a sleeveless tank top, and he just looks really menacing. Mm. He's got like the really big soldier. He's boy behind bit. her, right? I think it's like when she was like it's something about like her hair, like she was talking I about. Think I think so. Yeah, yeah. Somebody, and he was just he he was yeah. There was a there was a presence there. Yeah. <laughs> And then you see what happened was, (laughs) what happened was, guys, I saw that picture and obviously Jensen had like Sam length hair at the time. Now, when I see Sam's hair, I'm like, oh, I want to brush it. I want to look after (laughs) it. Oh, baby. And when I see Jensen's long hair, I'm like, I want to put him on his fucking knees. So that is what I did. That is what I did. So, yeah, you will definitely see a shift from Sam to Dean's stuff. And the Dean's stuff is a bit a bit heavier um my samsung tends to be quite fluffy apart from the last thing i posted <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was quite heavy too um but yeah so all great all stellar yeah. stuff i mean I, I i love it when i see that you i'm like oh i gotta get myself in a good spot to read this like it's like bedtime stuff and like just, just I do, because, it, I because do I'm like license oh. i open it i open it immediately because if i don't open the email like click the link in the email immediately i will forget and it will just sit in my emails and then you'll post again and i'll be like oh, three chapters behind the hell and then i have to go and comment on every chapter obviously and be like i'm a terrible friend i'm sorry but no i do i i open up license which is sandra's current work in progress um and then like i save it and i get comfy in bed and then I wait for my husband to fall asleep because he falls asleep before me. And then I'm like, it's, it's time. And I'll sit and I'll read. And I used to do the same. I used to do the same with Dee. Yeah. And it used to drive him mad because I'd just be there like reading. And then suddenly I'd sit up and put the light on because I have to think about what I'm going to write in this comment. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, shh, I've got a comment and stuff. Shh. So yeah, I do exactly the same. But yeah, if you, if you come to my profile, if you come check me out, you will see that shift. I'm not done with Sam or anything like that. Just Jensen grew his hair out, guys. I, yeah. I am only <laughs> a human mortal. I'm not strong enough, guys. I am not strong enough to resist the call. And like I said, Sam with long hair, Jared with long hair, 
inspires really soft, fluffy feelings in me. And <laughs> Jensen with long hair makes me want to put him on his knees and tell him what to do. Just pull it. <laughs> that, is, that is that is literally I see like in my head, I react with some hair and I'm like, I just brush it gently off his forehead, and I react with Jensen's by like driving my fingers into it and making a fist. And then he goes on his knees and he does as he's fucking told. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, the Dame fix are quite a bit heavier than the yeah. Sam stuff. Yeah. But and yeah, we, don't worry. We will I'm, talk about those too. <laughs> yeah. I'm still I'm still gonna be the token Sam girl because somebody needs to balance out yes, all the Dean. We do. There's a lot in our there's Sandra. a lot. I, I do feel bad. I'm like, I got I gotta throw some Sam in there because when we get going and it's just Dean, Dean, Jensen, Jensen, Dean, Dean. Like, no, don't, don't worry don't worry i'll come and i'll co-host and i'll i'll balance i'll balance it out with some some jared and some sam and come and come and make some balance and then we'll get Dee on board and she's she's a both girl yes so yeah. she just comes and and fights with us just nice and, and linear so then we'll have all the different parts like whichever, yeah. whichever one you need that's where you that's where you can go <laughs> yeah i don't have to worry about fighting you for jared no. or sam you and d have <laughs> I will I will fight her. It's fine. So I'll fight her. It's fine. She's mean to him. She wrote that fic and it was mean. So this next fic recommendation from Carly is by Winchester Wife. Winchester Wife has written 32 works on AO3 that are supernatural related. They have one supernatural real person fic, and they also have one original work. They tend to lean, as I'm looking through their work right now, um, we've got some Sam Winchester Reader, Dean Winchester Reader, uh, and it looks like it goes a little back and forth but primarily, um, it seems to be Sam Winchester is uh, the leading the leading man in a lot of these. Uh, and Carly has told me that she, I think, has read almost everything that Winchester Wife has done on AO3. They have a lot of fic that is restricted, um, which just means that if you don't have an AO3 account set up, you won't be able to actually read uh, the fiction. So the fiction that Carly has recommended by Winchester Wife is called The Wand. It's rated explicit. Category is female-male. Relationship is Sam Winchester Reader, Sam Winchester You. Additional tags, uh, Sex in the Men of Letters Bunker, Hand Jobs, Lube, Hitachi Wand, Sex Toys, Vibrators, Begging Sam Winchester, Begging, Praise Kink, Orgasm, Loud Sex, and just an NSFW. There are um, some embedded images in this fic, so you definitely don't want to read this at work. Summary, you are turned on by the way that Sam moans, which makes you wonder just what you would have to do to make him outright scream. And the notes from Winchester Wife, one-shot fic that is outside of my Black King series. Basically, I just wanted a bit of naughty writing. There he was, 
sitting at the library table, poring over books, just as always. If he wasn't running, he was researching. Sam Winchester didn't have very many other channels to switch to, at least not that many people knew about. You knew sides of his personality that no one else ever would. Even Dean, especially since there was one particular side of Sam that his brother definitely wouldn't ever want to see or know about. You'd planned this day for several weeks, after one very hot and heavy night alone in the bunker. Dean had been out with Cass and Jack for the evening, letting you and Sam to be as crazy as you wanted to be. You spent several hours christening several rooms in the bunker. It was during one of those marathon sessions that you had a very crazy, yet hot idea. It was rare for anyone to ever go into the infirmary. It took years for the boys to get it stocked to modern necessity, but even then, they were so used to general trench surgery that they were more likely to sit in the war room with a sewing needle and a bottle of whiskey. This meant that the room was both fully stocked and very clean, mostly thanks to Dean. For someone who didn't even like making his bed, it was frightening how much of a homebody he could be when it came to cleaning and especially cooking. It was funny how the bunker and his car could stay immaculate, but his room always looked like a disaster. This day in particular, while the two of you were alone, you and Sam were grabbing a few things from the infirmary to pack into your daily travel bags. Regardless of the way that they always took care of their injuries, the basics of band-aids, medicines, and the like were still something to always be sure to bring along. It was while you were in there that you told Sam that you wanted to give him a proper physical exam. He grinned slyly before hopping up onto the exam table, eagerly waiting for you to do whatever you wanted to with him. And while you were on your knees in front of him, his pants on the floor, and his thick length in your mouth, you realized that you had never been with a man before Sam who was vocal. He panted and moaned, fisting his hands into your hair as he whispered barely audible pleas. The more that you reacted, the hotter it made you, and this made you think. He wasn't afraid to moan and grunt, but what would it take to make him cry out and scream? Absolutely. So the wand, this was interesting when I read this one. So <laughs> yeah, tell me, tell me what you thought about it. Cause when I posted it, you were like, the pictures have scared me. I think I have just, not read this. It was really just that one, that one picture that I think initially I was like, honestly, Carly, I feel so like naive about things. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so can you please if somebody does like come across this can you explain what exactly is going on in the picture just so just so like i see there's a wand is it is right that what, so is, is in that, that what picture, that is in that picture that picture is not representative of what is actually happening in right. the fic right so if you're looking at the picture right now i am looking at the picture right now mm -hmm. so that particular picture is a male in a chastity device that's what i thought okay yeah <laughs> and the black thing <laughs> is the wand it's okay. just like them they're marketed as um massages mm -hmm. but that's not what they're for i i mean i guess the whole thing was like getting him to the getting him to beg part was very i i, I enjoyed that that mm. a lot um, can you see why I picked this one? Why yeah. I was like, oh yeah, no, no, that's yeah, the one. because I think that's a lot of what 
um, in terms of like experiences and things that you, you, you write about, you know, I, I think you like to yeah. explore a lot of that in terms of, of Sam. And I, I, I'm assuming it's because of just, you know, Sam being, I don't know if you would say pent up or, you know, just always having to maybe play, play a certain role, you know, like in, mm-hmm. in life anyway, and then being able to show more of himself when he's alone. And again, I think we always come back to this, but like feeling safe with someone that you can yeah, explore that side of yourself. Um, no, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Um, and how she's kind of assisting him in getting to that point, like, and how she's saying things to kind of, you know, get him to just kind of let mm-hmm. go and, um, the whole thing, yeah. of like, you know, how you feel and, and, and all of that. It, I just, I, yeah, that was, it was, it was good. I liked it. I, it's not something I would normally, um, read, uh, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've tried, and again, like even with Dean, there's certain things where uh, there's one really, it's, it, I can't say it's horrible, but it's just, it's like, it's not nothing I ever thought I would like get so turned on by. Um, and I'll, I'll save that for another one, but it's, and I, I've, I've mentioned it to you and we've, we've, I think talked about it a little bit, but um, it's, yeah. it's that letting go feeling like I can get not used is used the right word. I don't know. I don't know. Like being used for pleasure, you know what I mean? And it being a yeah. safe place for that, like not, not a power thing, but like you're giving yourself permission and you're with someone who will take care of you in that yeah. role. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, mm-hmm. that's important. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I liked it, but I want to hear more about like, was this one of the first ones you've ever read from Winchester Wife or was this just like another one in a think, slew of Winchester Wife? I think this might have been one of the first I read from Winchester Wife because she did, she's, they, I'm assuming it's a she, but they yeah. have written um, like a, a BDSM kink Sam Reader one that's about six parts long now. Okay. Um, And that's, I haven't finished it all but I highly recommend it. But I'm pretty sure The Wand was like the first one. Mm-hmm. I don't even think I realized it was by the same author until I like went back and was looking for fix to, to bring to the podcast. But this one is just, the reason this one sticks to me and it's, you know, it's, it's in my bookmarks on AO3 and everything is just, it's the whole notion of, of getting him to be vocal mm-hmm. that I really, really like. And I, it's something that I put in my own works as well, mm-hmm. you know, like sort of talking, they talk through sex, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just think it's just one of those things I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I really like seeing people, seeing what people do with it as a concept. Right. You know, and again, for this one, like the whole idea of, like you say, sort of pushing him to let go. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not even so much the begging, you know, mm-hmm. cause that like, we talked about this the other day. It's not begging. That's mm-hmm. just sex yeah. talk. That's not yeah. the same thing. Yeah. At all. <laughs> I'm still mad about it. <laughs> but yeah, it's not even it's not even the begging. It's just the whole like, you know, sort of taking a bit of charge and just sort of it's it's the power reversal, I think. You know, he's this huge guy and you've reduced him to this begging mess. Yeah. That I'm, you know, 
kind of really into. I think that's a big thing about him too, just in terms of like his stature. And I, I mean, I've, I've seen this with other, other guys that are really tall, at least from, you know, some experience of like being around other, some guys really like to turn invisible almost in a way because they're so, they're so massive and they take up so much space. It's almost like they don't want to make a lot of noise or they don't want to like, they're already infringing Mm. on the physical that I think they don't really, they know that if they also, you know, add the speaking and the other stuff, they kind of pull back. I know a couple guys like that, like really like big dudes who are very soft spoken. And I think that that becomes like that thing that they do. So they don't feel imposing um, Mm -hmm. to people. I mean, my, my hubs himself, he's six two, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, really quite tall and mm-hmm. you know he's not he's not huge like mm-hmm. he's he's not built or anything he's just tall mm-hmm. but he like he's quite soft-spoken and you know he doesn't like almost shrinks himself in a little bit when he's mm-hmm. talking to people mm-hmm. again for the same reasons because like I've heard that man yell it's there you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. he like kind of pulls himself in a little bit to, mm-hmm. to not seem so imposing to other yeah. people yeah and I just think, I don't know, there's just something something about sort of taking taking a person like that and, you know, either sort of pushing them to stand tall mm-hmm. or, you know, taking that to the, the nth degree and making them beg. I'm yeah. just, just really into. I, I agree, though, about the um the talking part of it. Like, I mean, I just know from, like, Dean, like, I, I think it's, I almost feel like it's more torture, like if I couldn't hear him. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like during it, it's like I, I think you, I think I would need that <laughs> mm-hmm. so much because that's such a part of him is his, is his voice and what he does with it and how he can just turn a phrase or just something and like the tone and you know the grumble or you know whatever like I just think that's such a to me anyway I know for me personally that's a big part of being intimate with someone is that part of it so if he couldn't speak um which um you know I think I don't know if it's please or another one I think that you he can't he can't talk a lot um in one of them and it feels like so torturous I think in a way for him um so that's like kind of yeah I I I totally would need the feedback almost I guess it's a connection thing isn't it it's an intimacy it's a connection thing and I think if you're working with someone who's got the kind of voice that Jared has or that Jensen Mm -hmm. has Mm -hmm. it's a crime not to use that Mm -hmm. you know if you've already got your reader imagining Sam or Dean in this situation, mm-hmm. make them imagine the voice. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's a whole a whole sensation that you're missing out on if you don't right. do that. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's something I always try to bring to my works. And this is one of my favorite works that kind of also goes with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, I don't know, it just... It just ticks all the right boxes for me, this one. It, it really does. And, you know, the kind of when you get to the end and he just like clears the table mm-hmm. and like throws you it's down. It's his turn. Yeah. It's his turn. And I'm just, yeah. Yeah. And then you get to think about all like what that's going 
kind of entail. Yeah. And I like that it's like, okay, this is this is this bit. And then, you know, you can you can imagine, imagine the, the rest. rest of it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. See again, absolutely. like that's that's where I would be like, I wouldn't, I I would have to tell myself, no, it's okay. You can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you just keep to. keep writing the whole interaction. Well, that's the one thing I did. And so at the end of because this kind of reminds me of like um it was more like play playful but like um the jewels and jingle bells one where you know julie wraps um ties dean up and she uses yeah. like those christmas sleigh bells and it was like you know i got it up until that point and then i was like no you guys just have to figure this one out just we'll, we'll, yeah. just, we'll just let you guys figure this part out because i don't think i would do it that well but i wanted to at least get people going with okay this is this is where it's going and it's probably it's probably going to go into some fun territory but I wasn't ready but I was just like I'm just gonna stop it now because <laughs> I think that was the one where that was the one where I was um Julie and Dean were oh they were like sparring in the basement or whatever and you were like he, he was choking her <laughs> and you were like so or she was choking him and you were like I remember you made a comment like I was so there for that that was <laughs> such a good yeah thing. You know, I, I'm so. gonna have to go I'm gonna have to go find it's not thing. a lot it's just like a little like a little bit but I remember I remember you commenting on that and being like oh god yeah there's choking <laughs> yeah you know I'm I'm a fiend you know I'm a fiend you know what I'm like yeah I do remember that though so yeah it was I do, I, I do like um I I like reading different things and I, I I wouldn't be reading as much Sam stuff now if it wasn't for you like you know yeah giving me things to read about so I'm I'm definitely in for in for more of this but yeah this was this is like again the picture was like hmm, I don't know what's, what's going on but I figured yeah. out with the tag but then I was like there's something else that's going on here and I don't think this is related yeah it's the pic the picture doesn't marry up with what's actually happening in the scene but I imagine I it's gotcha. it's the closest that they all yeah they all find because oh, it's goodness. like like you know, doing like use, using a sleeve like that is is a whole different ball game to, to putting a guy in chastity. Like, it's, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's not it's not even in the same ballpark. You know, I mean, I'm assuming and, in that in that regard too. Like, it's still it's still so submissive that you're probably you know there's just that maybe that's where the begging you know like would come into play more for something like that. But again, I don't know. Yeah. I guess it just depends. Um, See, I didn't, I didn't get the vibe from this one that the author wanted Sam to be particularly submissive. Mm-hmm. The, you know, they just re- just wanted him to let go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just, just wanted to push him till he, till he let go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it's, it's a whole. It's, it's, I'm not saying it's not something I'm going to explore with Sam or Dean, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a whole different ball game to what this particular author. I, yeah. I, this this was this was a good one. I I really no, I know we'll talk about a few more that you there was the um the Wincest one with the reader, uh every inch of my love. Oh my god, that was like amazing. So we have to we have yeah. to talk about that at some point too. That's just that's a, a that's a good one. That's, that's a great a good one too. One. Um yeah, so no, this is definitely if 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 you are if you are into making, you know, Sam get the most out of his experience, then I think this is this is a read that you <laughs> you won't be yeah. disappointed in. <laughs> yeah, I I pick I picked this one to go along with this episode because I was like, hmm, if there's going to be a recommendation that goes along with an episode where you're getting to know me mm-hmm. as a person as a writer, I was like, it's got a bit of kink in it. 
yeah. still salmon it, which was always crucial. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I can't be like, I'm the resident Sam girl. Here's a Dean Here's fic. a Dean fic. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But I was like, it's got a bit of kink in it. It's got a bit of, you mm-hmm. know, vocal salmon it, stuff like right. that. And I was like, you know, it's kind of fairly well-rounded. Yeah. You know, it hits a lot of the same notes that I like my work to hit as well. Mm-hmm. So I figured it was, you know, if you're going to read something that was, you know, maybe inspired me a little bit this would probably be a good one to start yeah, with. No, I think that fits, fits really well in, in getting to know Carly. If you're interested in reaching out, finding out more about us, um, or learning more about what we plan on doing with the podcast, um, you can email us at idlinginthimpala at gmail.com. We also have a Twitter account. Our Twitter handle is idling in the letter D, Impala. And then in terms of reaching out to me, I have some works on AO3. My username is Drasna. On Twitter, you can find me at S Kyle, K-Y-L-E, writes, W-R-I-T-E-S, not writes like a ceremony. And also my website for some of my original fiction is at sandrakyle.com. I keep a solid theme. I'm all in one place. I usually have the same profile picture on all the places as well. So if you want to find me on AO3, read anything I've done, you can find me at Carly Karma. However you think that's spelled, I guarantee you it's not. So that's uh, K for Kilo, A for Alpha, R for Romeo. L for Lima, E for Echo, E for Echo, and then Karma, as you would spell it normally. See, I told you it wasn't how you <laughs> thought it was. And I'm exactly the same on Twitter, Carly Karma. Uh, it's the same profile picture for both sites as well, just in case you think, hey, I wonder if I found two people with a weird name. It's not. If it's the same profile picture, it's me. So that's where I'm at. So messages on Twitter, send us an email. You want to reach out to either of us personally that's where you can find us yeah and we look forward to catching up with you again soon thank you thanks for listening guys Uh uh-oh what i just got a text from dean it just says car now oh no busted yeah, we got to get baby back in the garage before Dean has a panic attack again. I can't cope with another, somebody stole my car. Well, thanks for coming along for the ride. It was great catching up and hopefully we can sneak out again soon and not cause Dean to have major palpitations in the process. Yeah, ideally not. You know how he gets. It was really great catching up though. We hope to see you again soon. Bye.